Welcome to TJH, your go-to podcast for all things journeying home to yourself. I'm your host, Hayley Curtis, Gene Keys and Women's Transformation Guide, here to encourage and usher you into remembering who you are by peeling back the veil on all things shadow work, self-love, self-worth, relationships, gene keys, breakthrough, awakening, and so much more. One thing I know to be true about you is that you are utterly magnificent. And here at the Journey Home Podcast, I will be walking hand in hand with you as you discover and remember your magic. Let the voyage begin. Hello, wonderful people, and welcome back to the Journey Home Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today, and I'm actually here with you a couple of days later than I am meant to be, and I have a really good reason for that. You see, I woke up at 3 a.m. on Sunday morning when my lovely husband got up to go for a pee. And as I'm just turning to do a little stretch and a yawn, as I'm just about to drift off back to sleep, the whole back of my neck just exploded. (laughs) Just freaking exploded. And this is something that has happened to me about eight or nine times before in my life, but this was one of the worst that it has happened. And at the most inconvenient time. I was so sleepy (laughs) and I had my alarm set early for the morning because I had gene key sessions and there I was three o'clock in the morning unable to move everything seizing up so it was like a muscle spasm it really just started to take over everything and I then spent the next 48 hours in bed in a flat laying down position (laughs) where I could not do shit. And for the first 24 hours, it was close to 10 out of 10 pain. I had referring pain all the way down my arms to my fingertips, uh, really bad migraine, then wrapping around my ribs, really nauseous, felt like I had fluid in my head. Just wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. And so there was no podcasting (laughs) over the weekend. However, I did really lean in for those two days of what could have been hell and I turned them into two days of just pure beauty as I sat deeply with my suffering. I sat in acceptance of what was happening and I could see life extending me this invitation to rest and that's what I did. I rested and I rested hard (laughs) with no guilt attached, with no shame attached, knowing that things like this podcast and some of my gene key sessions that I had to reschedule would be done in their perfect timing. So here I am today, two days later than what I wanted to be, with still a very sore back, but a lot more mobility today. So I just thought I'd give you that little update. Another update that I'm really excited to share before we dive into the Weekly Ponder today is that since I spoke to you last, one of the best things that has ever happened to me in my bloody life has happened and I am still just relishing in the glorious aftermath (laughs) of a beautiful achievement and 
As you'll know already from listening to my podcast or if you've been in my spaces before, I am definitely not one that advocates for putting your worthiness in achievement. And that is something that I have been disentangling myself from in life. However, achieving something is still worth celebration. It is still something that we can really enjoy and relish in without attaching our worth to it. And my big achievement that happened to me last week is that on the Gene Keys website, if you go to genekeys.com, you will now find a page on the Gene Keys website that is me, Haley Curtis, the Gene Keys Guide. I am officially part of the Gene Keys Guide directory where when people are coming onto the website and wanting to find someone to help them go deeper in their gene keys, um, I now come up as one of the options and you'll find me in different categories. So in the podcasting category, you'll find me in the women's category and the different categories of the areas of the gene keys that I offer, you will find me. But also when you bring up the map, there's this map for the gene keys directory And there's little dots all over the world that are different people. And there's one dot on New Zealand. When you hover your mouse over that dot, it's me. (laughs) I just, oh, I can't believe it. I had a joke with Madeline. If you listen to Maddie and I's podcast the other day, my joke is that I'm now the Gene Keys cult leader for New Zealand. So thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much. I'm very, very just oh, over the moon to ha- to just see that come into reality because it has been a deep dream of mine for a very long time to be, I've been affiliated with the Gene Keys for a while now, but to really like officially be a part of that Gene Keys family and the Gene Keys team and that was that moment for me and it was such a special moment and meant more to me than when I graduated university or any of those types of achievements because I actually really freaking care about this one. I have devoted myself to this work to my own path with the Gene Keys and then to my path as a Gene Keys guide and my continued study and just the amount of time and the effort and not forced effort but this natural just wellspring that's come from within me the moment that that Gene Keys book arrived on my doorstep and I was just I was reflecting the other day when it officially went up about that day when my book arrived and how when I first opened it and I had that experience, it was like a spiritual experience where it said to me, Haley, you are going to be here for decades. You're going to devote your life in a way to these teachings and this is going to mean so much to you. And if I had known then two years ago that I would be here now only two years later, which isn't very long, with my own page on the Gene Keys website, with my little dot over New Zealand and getting to represent this magnificent company, but it's more than a company, it's a community. And you can't see me right now, but my eyes are welling with tears because this just means so much to me and it's been incredible. I mean, within 48 hours of even being on the Gene Keys directory, I've already had someone book in with me from finding me on there from the other side of the world um, who her heart 
and her clicking on the Jinkies website led her to me. And I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity of another way to, um, to access the women that I'm destined to work with and the men. I want to give a shout out to the men as well. I mean, already we're on the weekly ponder. I'm already eight minutes in. <laughs> Some of you have been joking with me already about the fact that I said these would be five to 10 minute episodes and they just have not been. Um, but a shout out to the guys. I have received a few messages since the podcast is launched from some of you fellas out there of how you've been enjoying the podcast. Some of guys that I went to high school with, I know have been tuning in, which is just, oh, it makes my heart just explode with joy and happiness and gratitude. My husband listens, of course. I don't make him listen, by the way. He likes to listen on his own and he actually enjoys it. And that just means so much to me. So yes, I am a women's transformational guide. But men, if you are tuning in, you are so freaking welcome here. And I also do work with men. My membership is not for men. It's a women's only space. However, I do gene key sessions one-on-one with men. Um, I've only done one so far, (laughs) but I'm open to doing more. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the fellas out there who are tuning in to the potty. Um... You know, I've got equal love for the men and for the women. Um, I definitely, in terms of the things that I'm here to do in the world, I feel I'm drawn to working with women and specific issues around being a woman because I myself am a woman and I can deeply understand those things that we specifically go through. But then when it comes to the gene keys, I can work with anyone when it comes to the gene keys because that language does not have a gender attached to it that language is for for all of us and so fellas if you're looking for learning a little bit more about yourself and peeling back those layers please feel so welcome to come and book in for a gene key session all right Let's get into the weekly ponder, shall we? I'm really excited for today's weekly ponder because as as you know, if you've been listening to these, the weekly ponder are based upon the gene key pulse, which is the gene key that is passing through our sun at this point in time and it changes every six days. And the gene key pulse for this six day period is gene key number one and it is my evolution gene key. And one of the most life-changing parts of my personal jinky journey. And if you listened to the last episode, I shared a bit about that when Madeline asked me what had been some of the hardest shadows I've had to work through. And I spoke about this jinky number one. And so when I saw it was the pulse for this week, I was like, yes, I get to talk about my favorite jinky. I have no notes. I'm just going to riff with you about this. And the question that I have chosen for us to dig into today And that question is, does your level of worth change based upon your level of energy? Let me say that again. Does your level of worth change based upon your level of energy? Now, straight up, I'm going to tell you the answer to that question is, uh, hell no. (laughs) Hell no, it does not change. And, but that's not where I want you to stop when it comes to this weekly ponder. My invitation is for you to take this question not as a yes or no question, but as an invitation into contemplation. 
an invitation into contemplating, okay, well, where have I been connecting my level of worthiness to my level of energy? How have I been connecting my level of worthiness maybe to um, higher frequency emotions like joy or um, excitement? Where am I feeling like that's more worthy than some of the other feelings that you may feel on a day-to-day basis like sadness or frustration? Right? We can look at this both from level of physical energy, but we can look at it through the lens of emotion as well. And before we go any further, let me tell you a little bit more about gene key number one that this question is based upon. Gene key number one, obviously, it's, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of the gene keys. But in fact, it's not truly the beginning. Number two is actually the beginning, <laughs> which I won't go into that now. But two is actually the beginning. But let's look at number one. I mean, number one. It's part of the beginning. Number one and number two are like the, the beginning bookends, like one and two, and then you've got 63 and 64. They sit on either side holding the entire transmission within it. And number one is the great Yang hexagram. So the gene keys each have a hexagram, which come from the Chinese I Ching. And each of those hexagrams are made up of six lines. And those six lines can either be Yang lines or yin lines. So for example, you may have yang, yang, yin, yang, yin, yin, and there's all the different combinations which make up the 64 different gene keys. Gene key number one is all yang, six yang lines. And then gene key number two is all yin, six yin lines, six broken lines. And so we see here already gene key number one, it is all about this, this yang energy. It's like, boof you know, to make something out of nothing. So we have the shadow frequency of gene key number one is entropy. And entropy means the loss of energy in a system. The gift is freshness, or you could call it creative freshness, really to birth new. It's like to bring the new into the world. Then you have the city, which is beauty. So we've got entropy, freshness, and beauty. Oh, what a beautiful first gene key this is. And it's a real engine of energy, this gene key, right? We've got entropy, which is a loss of energy. And then we have creative freshness, which is literally bringing new energy into the world. And between the two, you have the creative cycle, right? Between the two, you have the ebbs and the flows of the tides. You have the winter and the summer seasons, you have the moving forward and the standing still. And we actually require that ebb and flow, that pull and that push in order for creativity to even exist. And so already we can see just from looking at the creative process that this shadow of entropy, this loss of energy in a system is nothing to be feared And it's nothing that is wrong with us. It is just part of our creative cycle as humans. But we so often attach worthiness to where we're at in our creative cycle so that when we do have the energy, when we're more in that summer energy, when we're more in that creative energy, when we're more in that joyousness, when we're more in that, ah, I'm feeling so good, we're like, okay, I'm worthy. 
when I'm feeling like this. I'm worth taking up space. I'm like worth being around. I really enjoy myself when I'm like this. Life is good when I'm like this. And we attach so much worth to those higher states that then when we swing back down into entropy, which is a guaranteed thing that we are all going to experience in our lives, sometimes daily, but definitely weekly or monthly, and it's different for men and women based on our cyclic nature. But when we've attached too much worthiness to the high energy, when we're in the low energy, we can feel like a piece of shit and we can feel wrong. We feel bad we feel this is when we can feel like we're a waste of space or we can feel like oh like what's wrong with me I'm not worthy when I'm in this state I don't like myself when I'm in this state and then what do we do we try and force ourselves back into the energy we try and force ourselves back into yes here's my joy here's my high energy and we're trying to do that because we've attached a piece of our worth, but also a piece of our identity to this energy. And we do a myriad of things in order to force ourselves into that. And it's different for everyone. It could possibly be coffee. You know, I'm feeling tired, better have an extra coffee to try and force ourselves back into that energy so we can feel worthy again. It might be alcohol, where we feel like we need to have that in order to sort of like wind down and have a good time or maybe boost our energy some of us obviously use drugs as well or it can be different things like just activity like we just need to keep doing something you know when we can't rest it's more because we're not accepting our worth in that moment of lower energy so we feel like we have to make ourselves do something So this is where, you know, you might be feeling really tired and you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to sit and do that. Maybe I'll go out in the garden instead or do this instead or do that instead. Um, And there's, there's nothing wrong with going out and working in the garden. But if we're doing it to mask the feeling of not feeling worthy when we have low energy, that becomes an unhealthy cycle. And of course, when we try and force ourselves into higher energy, when we're actually in the ebb and we've actually lost the energy in the system and we're meant to be resting, then we really start to affect our cycle of creativity and we affect our cycle of energy. And the more we force ourselves out of entropy, the more entropic we become. Right. This is sort of my unfolding because this is my evolution gene key. It means it's what I'm I'm here to learn most in my lifetime. And I can see this completely playing out in my life in the way that I ended up with chronic fatigue, adrenal fatigue, I lost my menstrual cycle. These are all results of me not honoring the entropy in my life, me not honoring those moments where there was a lack of energy in my system, but I tried to force myself to keep moving, like a car trying to force itself to keep driving when there's no fuel in the tank. And instead of just stopping and being like, it's okay that I've run out of fuel, just means I need to stop, I need to rest, I need to refill, and then I can keep going. But so many of us never honor that rest, we never honor that entropy, which means that we forever are running on that empty. And this isn't an issue of energy production, Right. And this is one of the incredible things that I learned through the Gene Keys. And, you know, I I was looking to be a victim of 
my energy production. And so I'm like, yeah, I have chronic fatigue. I got diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. I'm like, well, this is what's wrong with me and this is why I don't have energy. And I became a victim of those labels and a victim of energy production when in fact I'm the one that caused the adrenal fatigue and the chronic fatigue in the first place by not honoring my own energetic cycles, right? I said this in the last podcast episode. I mean, even down to the fact I didn't honor my cycles, down to the fact that I lost my menstrual cycle for nine years because I wasn't honoring my own cycles of energy. And I also wasn't honoring my own cycles as a woman. I was too much in the masculine and so I lost that feminine cycle. And this, yeah, it's not about the energy. It's about where are we placing our worth? Where are we placing our identity? Because that's the driving force underneath it all. We can think it's an energy production problem. We can think it's a hormone problem. We can think it's a this problem. But underneath all of that is where are we placing our worth? And how much space and love are we holding for ourselves when we are in the lower energy state? Because what usually happens is we'll go into lower energy, which is completely natural, and then we won't like ourselves there. And sometimes we can even get into loathing ourselves there and we try and loathe ourselves out of it. Or we sort of sit in that low energy state, but in a victim attitude of like, oh, this sucks. And, and then we, we can buy into the idea of, oh, well, I'm just not creative then. Oh, I'm, I'm just not made for this then. Oh, I just don't have the energy then. And we can, we can get trapped in this. And if you get trapped in entropy for a long time, it actually turns into depression. It's a very, very heavy feeling to carry. It turns into numbness right? Because we get just so, the, the energy just gets sapped out of us so much. And when we don't honor it, just turns into this numb feeling. But the other side to this, the more gift side to this, where we can really start to unlock our creative magnificence, because that's what we are as humans. We are creative, magnificent, magical beings. But that creativity that energy, that beauty, the new things that we are here to birth in the world, they grow out of the extremely fertile soil of entropy. They grow out of the fertile ground of lower energy states. And you will start sprouting shit like crazy, not shit. <laughs> You'll sprout magical things like crazy in your life. When you start loving yourself and seeing yourself as just as worthy when your energy is low as when it is high. Because the moment you're in that low energy entropic state and you actually just love yourself there and you let yourself be there and you honor yourself there and you accept it as part of what it is to be human, you actually don't stay there as long. You actually soak in the fullness of the rest that this point of your cycle in your life has brought you to. And by doing so, creative ideas are born from this place, right? Creative ideas are birthed from this place. 
when you honor yourself in the lower energy times, when you see yourself as just as worthy in the lower energy times, because that's the truth. You could not change your level of worth even if you tried to. It is the same the day you were born, the day you die, and every freaking day in between, including those days when you feel like you've got nothing, nothing. And believe me, I have a lot of those days. I've just experienced that with this thing that happened to my neck. I just spent 48 hours laying down and... I could have easily, and in the past I would have, fallen into this anxious, horrible feeling of, oh, I'm worthless now for these two days because I can't do anything, I can't serve anyone, I can't be happy, I can't be, um, you know, I can't move, I'm worthless. But that's bullshit. And in actual fact, these last two days, while I've been in 10 out of 10 pain, they have been two days of utter beauty because I honored the entropy. I honored the rest and I honored myself and loved myself just as much. And it was a challenge. I felt challenged in the beginning, but I was like, Haley, here it is. This is your invitation. Love yourself just as much right here in this pain and no energy as you would as if you woke up today and you had the most energy you've ever had. And because I did that, I've had an incredible two days filled with pain, yes, but also filled with beauty because those two things can exist simultaneously right alongside each other. And something else that I did, and this also with entropy, when we're having these real low energy times, sometimes we need to honor ourselves by moving our schedule around sometimes. And so because I was in, uh, this was a really extreme case, I canceled my gene key sessions for that day and I rescheduled them without any guilt, without any shame, just by honoring and loving myself. But one thing that I didn't cancel was the campfire, which is our women's circle for the journey home. And we have it once a month. And I originally thought when I woke up, oh, I'm going to have to cancel that too because I won't be able to sit up and, and do it and I won't be able to bring any decent energy. But then I said to myself, no, Haley, that's not one that you need to cancel because that doesn't require you to bring really heightened energy. It just requires for you to bring your honest, vulnerable, raw self. And so I showed up in that moment knowing I was just as worthy of showing up in my pain and in my lower energy as times when I've run a campfire with really high energy. And it was one of the most impactful campfires I think I've ran in over a year. I had tears, I was really raw, I was really tender, and I actually shared with the women how to navigate times of intense suffering. And it was perfect. It was perfect. And I would have had a a beautiful impact on these women's lives that day. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't believe that I was still worthy in my lower energy and in my pain, like I used to think. I used to think I couldn't possibly have any kind of impact or be worth anything when I felt like that. But I found that to be radically untrue. What I have found to be true is that no matter how much energy I have, no matter how much pain I'm in, my level of wisdom doesn't change. The level of love I have to give doesn't change. 
My level of worthiness doesn't change. And who I am doesn't change. I used to think that I changed based on my energy level. But that is just not true. Me at my core, she remains, no matter what energy I have available to me in this physical body of mine. And so that's the question I would really invite you to ponder this week. How are you maybe attaching your level of worthiness or maybe your identity to your level of energy or to your level of joyousness or to your level of, of um, happiness or, or health? You know, do you feel more worthy when your health is thriving and less worthy when the pain hits, right? Lots of my clients deal with chronic pain issues like rheumatoid arthritis and, um, oh, like my brain's gone blank. So many different things. Oh, what's that other one? I can't think. No, my brain's blank, guys. See, I'm still in the pain. Might not be able to access all the things in my mind, but I tell you what, my heart can access its wisdom. <laughs> but I do work with a lot of women that, that journey through um, physical suffering as well. But one thing that we all know, whether you suffer with chronic health conditions or not, we all know that state of being entropic. We all know that state of being tired because it's a natural part of being human. It's a natural part of being human. If you're a woman that tends to move with your menstrual cycle, and for men, it tends to more so move in a 24-hour cycle, but let's not box anyone in here. It can be anything in between, right? Or anything beyond that. You'll know for yourself as you start to tune in. But what might change in your life if you started to honor yourself and love yourself just as much in the low energy as you do in the high energy? Pondering that one question has radically changed the tapestry of my entire life, my entire life. I never thought that I was capable with how I thought my body limited me in terms of what I can do in the world. I never thought I was capable of doing what I do now. I'm, I'm almost 12 months now. It'll be next month or tick over to 12 months of being fully booked for 12 months in my business, which is just like blows my freaking mind. And I never would have thought that I was capable of doing that. And it wasn't because my body wasn't capable. It's because my mind was subscribing to the fact that my identity and my worth laid in my level of energy. And I've proven that to be complete bullshit. <laughs> complete bullshit. You know? Yes, I have my low energy still. I still am on my walk with, with my health and I have my ups and my downs. But I no longer have ups and downs with worthiness. I no longer have ups and downs with belief in myself. I no longer have ups and downs with access to wisdom and impact. No more do I have those ups and downs. And those were the ones that were truly hurting me. Not the energetic ups and downs but the ups and downs of my worth and my identity, that will knock you around so much more than any energetic, energetic ups and downs ever will. So that's where I invite you into this week. Mm. I love it. I love this jinky so much. And actually after I threw my back out, 
um, when I fell back asleep after I got back to sleep at about four o'clock in the morning, I dreamt of bulls and in the dream arc, which is the animal totems that go with the gene keys, the bull is gene key number one. And of course I dreamt of gene key number one because it was telling me that I needed to ground myself more. And in my dream, the the bulls, they were actually flying right up in the air. They were flying like 30 meters up in the air. And I was like, what are these bulls bloody doing? <laughs> What's happening? They like... They, they were floating almost and then coming back down and like the other bulls were throwing them in the air and coming back down. I was thinking, why are they doing that? And I interpreted my dream through the dream arc to mean that, that the bull represents grounded creativity, right? The great yang hexagram. It's walking, it paves new ways, you know, it's grounded creativity. It has boundaries, self-love and all of those things. And with the bulls flying in the air in my dream, it was showing me that the work that I had been doing for the last couple of weeks, while I had been loving it, I wasn't grounding myself enough and I wasn't quite honoring my energy enough. And so my back explodes (laughs) to tell me, Haley, you need to honor your rest. And what did I do? I just spent the last 48 hours laying down in bed. Of course, I would have liked that not to have had to happen, but sometimes we don't fucking listen, do we? (laughs) We don't listen to our bodies when they're telling us we need to rest, and so then our body starts to yell at us so that it can bring us back home, bring us back into equilibrium, and so I am honoring my bull in my chart for doing that for me. And I am just, I love that I got to bring this as a, as a weekly ponder today for you all too. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. If you're not already a member of the Journey Home or if you are, you can come on across to our membership and there is a post inside the podcast section of the membership. The membership has so much stuff in it, by the way. You've got courses, you've got meditations, you've got the live women's circles, you've got masterclasses. Um, We do Oracle card pulls. That was today, Oracle card pull day. I've been pulling them all day for the ladies. It's been so lovely. But then we have a, a podcast section and you can come in and comment below any episode that you've listened to with your thoughts so we can just have a conversation in the comments or with any questions as well if today's left you with a question you want to dig deeper into it please come and ask it there I'm here to answer those and we can really take these podcasts and turn them into conversations which is what I am all about so please feel welcome to come on in there And I guess that's all I have to share with you today. Oh, look, we've gone over half an hour again. I mean, who are we kidding? Who are we bloody kidding? (laughs) But I'm very excited to bring the Thursday episode to you, which is going to be an incredible interview between myself and another one of my glorious clients who is in, who's been journeying with me one-on-one through her Gene Keys for almost 10 months. She is magnificent. Her name is Megan. She is a guide inside the journey home. She runs a section called Megan's Messages from Gaia. She is the most glorious woman. She is a mystic. She calls herself a mystic without a monastery and I call her my fairy crone mother. 
and she is just, um, you're going to love her. And so she's going to be coming on and interviewing me. I believe she's interviewing me about shadow work and the shadows and the gene keys and things like that. So I'm very excited for that and I can't wait to bring that to your ears. But I just really encourage you with this question today to just take it deeper sit with it. Maybe you want to journal about it. Maybe you just want to ponder it while you're driving in the car or commuting or walking the dog or having a cup of tea. But I really believe it is worth your time and it's worth peeling back because it will have some seriously golden nuggets in there for you. I'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor to bring my heart directly to your ears. The TJH podcast is in her early days. So if you could take a quick moment to leave a rating on Spotify or write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be extremely grateful. And if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend to help spread the Journey Home message far and wide across the globe. I deeply appreciate you and I will chat to you again very soon.